This is an Itch Your Break production, so sit back and take a break. Welcome to Itch Your Break. Hi, I'm Jonathan Mertz, and coming up on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a lady who started a brand new business during a pandemic, and not just any typical business, a business that is primarily male-driven, the barbecue business. And we'll find out what it's all about coming up next here on Itch Your Break. It's Your Break will return right after this. Subscribe to the It's Your Break podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. And now, back to It's Your Break. Welcome back to It's Your Break. Hi, I'm Jonathan Mertz. And today's episode is focused around a brilliant woman who has started a brand new business in the midst of a pandemic, a business that is primarily male-driven, the barbecue business. Now, why did Fortune Southern get into this? Well, we're going to find out. Fortune, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. (laughs) You know, what's really remarkable, and we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of this, is you've been able to accomplish something during a pandemic Mm-hmm. And not only something that's just being accomplished, but you're in a field that's predominantly male-driven. Mm-hmm. And, and in the barbecue field, you, you typically see a lot of male-driven, uh, I guess, chefs or or cooks or however you know the, the majority of them want to be presented as. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start back and let's pull back everything and and get to know you and figure out how you got into the barbecue and then opening up this restaurant? Yeah. So, um, I've always been in the food industry and actually speaking of a male dominated industry, actually my dad was the barbecue chef of the house. Um, that's kind of how I had, I became more familiar with, uh, barbecue. My mom and dad were like huge cooks. And, you know, like I said, I grew up in the restaurant industry and around food. So It was always a thing that I was interested in. Um, Originally, I had a food truck for five years, but on the food truck, I had a few dishes uh, like Polish sausage and things like that that could be considered barbecue, but it wasn't really a barbecue-themed truck like the restaurant is. Um, I wanted to incorporate more barbecue in the restaurant because I do have a passion, you know, for for barbecued food. I just never, the, the food truck just didn't, the type of truck that I had didn't really give me the space nor the, the um, equipment that I would need to, you know, have the correct menu. So this was my big chance to, like most of the menu is from the food truck, but there were a few items that I added um, to this menu here. So, yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. And for those that don't know, her, her restaurant is actually based in Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. And, where did you grow up? Let me go back to there first. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. So I'm oh, a Midwestern girl. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a good little journey. I was going to point that out. So, yeah. so did, I guess, did some of your culinary uh, expertise start back in Cleveland? It did. All of it. Um, and when I originally moved out here, the goal was to open, you know, a restaurant, but I didn't really know my way like around Los Angeles. I've been here for 10 years now. So Um, I had the food truck for about five years. Long story short, I decided it was probably smarter to start with, you know, a food truck instead of a restaurant, considering I didn't know much about the area or what they like, what they don't like. And that was probably one of the better decisions that I made. But 
I got the whole Midwestern salad. It even says in the restaurant Midwestern with the Hollywood twist. That's like the theme of the food. So the food, the barbecue style is more Midwestern. Um, and people always ask me, like, is that closer to like a Southern style or Kansas City? And it's kind of like neither. It's like the idea of that we do have barbecue menu items, but we also have like things like Rubens and different type of sandwiches that aren't barbecue for, to like for the idea of, um, there's something for everyone. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody doesn't like barbecue. So I made sure that the menu has something for everyone. And that's kind of what I mean when I say like a Midwestern style um, barbecue. Oh, that's cool. That mm -hmm. is cool. You know, you actually went to L.A. before LeBron left Cleveland and went that way. So that's kind of oh, cool. Oh, yeah. He followed me here. <laughs> <laughs> he, heard, he heard about your restaurant. He heard I was moving. And... Yeah. He wanted to be where the, where the good food was. Um, so when we're talking about barbecue – and what is your specialty? Are, are you into beef, pork, chicken, um, you know, lamb? What are you, what, are you, what is your specialty when it comes to barbecue? Pork, definitely pork. Um, we actually pork and beef, and we're, we're in the process of bringing on more beef uh, menu items now. But definitely pork. Our ribs, our pulled pork, our pulled pork is the best. Um, the ribs are really good too, tender. But that's our thing is pork and beef. Chicken, yes, we have wings. But that's not really what we focused on on this menu. It's really about the ribs and the, you know, the pulled pork, the brisket and things like that. So that's more what we're about. So when you're doing your pulled pork, is it just the Boston butt or, or are you adding in other uh, cuts of meat to that as well? It's a secret. <laughs> that's awesome. It's a <laughs> Make it a little secret, mysterious. Because he, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan <laughs> when it comes to whole hog, you know, pulled pork barbecue because you get all of the different flavors and textures because those different cuts do have it makes a difference. It does make yes, a difference. It does. And, and typically if like if I don't if I can't get that, if I'm gonna try to do some type of barbecue myself, which I'm an amateur at it. Um, it, it is basically, I will do a Boston butt, but I may also have like a small ham in there. That's just, you know, not even been smoked at that point, you know, that's going to go in with that. Just to kind of give that full round flavor that you would get from like a And there's a, a, a lot of heart. different meats that you can use to give that flavor. You know what I mean? Like that people don't really know. Again, it's a secret, but you right. know, like to give it that full bold flavor. So yes, um, maybe we do, maybe we don't. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. That's awesome. So typically in a day, how long does it does it take you to prepare your meats and how much are you are you producing? Ooh, like six to eight hours and sometimes depending on if we're doing like weekly specials, the meats that we, you know, do, it'll take it could take anywhere up to twelve hours. At that point we just let it go overnight, you know. Um, right. But usually our our average time is between six to eight hours. And are you guys doing like a like a full on wood burning stove? No, or? so we have to use a can because of our location and where we are. We use a, a oven, so we do okay. have wood, but it's not like an outside smoker, you know. Right. It's inside, but we do have you know our flavored woods and everything that you can actually use with the oven, and it, it works pretty well to be honest. On the woods, do you do you divulge any of that? Because some people like the hickory, some people like like apple wood. I personally, we mix. Like a few, we do the hickory, and then there's this one um, that we actually just found out. I can't recall the name, but it's like it has almost like a, a berry wine type of flavor to it that we just recently started using with some of our meats, and it's very—it's not strong, strong, but it has a very um, 
smooth taste. You know, you can taste mm-hmm. it. It's good. It's really good. But is it kind of like you, a white oak or something like that? Something like that. But that's not the name of it. It's like a. It's a newer. I don't know what it is. My chef found it, and it's it's some like I said. It's like a berry wine. Like under can't describe it, but it's very very smooth, and it works great with the pulled pork. Oh, really that's awesome! Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it depends on what meat, I mean, what smoke you use, is how good of a temperament you get on some of those porks. So it makes a big, also big difference. Also, the sauce, you know, makes a huge difference. The sauce we use here is like it's decades. It's from like my family from so long ago, and it's a very good sauce. You know, some people like sweet thick sauce. Some mm-hmm. people like like more tangy. Loose. This is like kind of right in the middle. It's sweet, but it's like tangy, and it's not too thick. But it's not too thin either. It's like it's literally the perfect sauce, and I honestly believe that um, helps make the meat as well. A good sauce always does does complement it. But you know, for a great barbecue, you always hear people say you really don't need the sauce, but it, it's a compliment that even enhances it. Absolutely. Um, and is that the approach that you all take? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So your sauce is it is it like a vinegar based sauce is it like a tomato based sauce what do you guys use in your sauce it's a tomato based sauce um we use a few different vegetables in our sauce and a few little secret weapons that i have that we use but it's um probably the most important ingredient in um is the maple syrup that i use that is like the, it brings so much along with the other ingredients that I use. It brings so much flavor out in the sauce. It's really good. I wish you could try it. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, you can always ship the sauce to me. So. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do it. I, I do that make my own great. sauce too, but you know, I don't make it complete. Well, I make it for the most part from scratch. The only thing I don't make from scratch in it that I add to it is the chili sauce. You oh. know, so so basically. Um, you know, mine, I don't mind to divulge this, but basically mine has my rub in it, which is, you know, basically the standard rub that you see from there, paprika, salt, pepper, mm-hmm. uh, garlic, onion, a little bit of oregano, and some, some cayenne. So that's this the rub that I typically use, but I put that, that seasoning uh, mm-hmm. goes to my, my barbecue sauce. And then I take the uh, the chili sauce, mix it in there along with some some vinegars and some uh, typically either apple juice or pineapple juice. So it depends on what day that that I kind of what I feel. And then you know I saute some onions and garlic and then basically puree them and put them all in that mixture and let them cook down for about an hour, two hours till it gets to the consistency that I like, depending on how big mm. the batch is. That sounds so, really good. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's super sweet too because I mean, you still have the 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 brown sugar and the, and the regular sugar right. that goes into yeah. it. So, and and sometimes if I want it more tangier, I will pull those sugars out. And I do like a wide variety of flavors. So, it, you know, sometimes I want the su- I'm in a sweet mood, but sometimes I want to be in this savory, you know, bold and tangy mood. So, so you That's basically, just what I usually will add. Is sometimes I'll add I've added um, oranges to my barbecue sauce, and it comes Ooh. out really, really good. But if I find that it, because I like a sweeter sauce, but if I find it is too sweet, because I I like it mm-hmm. like right in the middle, um, I'll add lemon. Lemon is oh. really good. And then I'll I'll even let the lemon cook within the sauce for a little bit. Not too long, you know, but it'll right. give it that tangy, sweet and tangy um, flavor. It's really good. There was this one guy that when I grew up, I grew up here in Kentucky, by the way. And there was this guy oh, really? that was... Um, that was down the road in in my hometown, which is in Eminence, Kentucky, which is right where all 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 these towns that I'm in, I'm in Shelbyville, which is right outside of Louisville, and so is Eminence. And 
you know, he had this flavored uh, on his on his ribs that I, I I cannot emulate. I don't know. He won't divulge the secret, obviously. <laughs> but it was this rich and tangy. But one thing I did notice is it had hints of like a beer flavor to it. And, and I'm like, that's really interesting. So I don't know if he actually used beer in it or just used like the hops in it. So, and some I've heard people do those type of things with their barbecue sauces. So yeah, I actually yeah. had a customer come in and told me he was like, your barbecue is really good, but try with the barbecue you have, just add one thing. And it was champagne. Hmm. And when I tried it, it was actually really, really good. So he said that he makes his barbecue sauce, you know, with champagne and like I said, it wasn't bad. People have no. so many creative ways of making. They do. <laughs> they do. So let's go back and start talking about this restaurant a little bit. And you can see the logo in the background. If you're watching the video, folks, I am telling you this, 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 the logo is so creative and it pulls out your personality and I can see where they, <laughs> okay. you know, I can see where they pulled that out. But the, the amazing thing that I mentioned earlier that this was started during the, the this pandemic. Mm -hmm. So why, why did you want to start this now? What, what prompted you to really just kind of get this restaurant going? Um, so originally when the pandemic happened, I had still had my food truck and last year was going to be my last year running the food truck anyway. Um, it's just when the pandemic happened in March, all of my events that I had lined up for the entire year got canceled, you know, one by one. I was never really a truck to pull up on the side of the road or a curb to serve. I always went to events, so I'd never really had a chance to build that sidewalk clientele. Um, with that being said, I would pretty much was left with the option of <laughs> lose everything I worked for or take a leap of faith and do what I was going to do the following year, this year anyways. I just did it a year early. Um, so I just decided that I'd bet on myself, and I did it. And honestly, I feel blessed. It's been working very, very well. We've gotten a lot of a lot of good feedback. Uh, we were on the news a few times, or a couple times, rather. But it's been, it, it's going very well. I feel very grateful that I did actually take the leap, you know? Right. Now, because of the pandemic, not everybody can always get in to go eat at some of these places, depending on how they, they're locked down and what the conditions are. Are you guys offering delivery or are you using services like DoorDash or anything like that? So that's what I did. I immediately signed up with all the online uh, platforms to do, because the good news is like, I never really wanted a huge restaurant because I don't want the overhead. I don't, there was a lot of things. I always wanted it to be like fast, casual, smaller, you know? So mm -hmm it was easier for us to kind of jump in during the pandemic because it's not like this huge restaurant that, you know, it's like smaller. So it was suited for takeout and delivery regardless. Um, right. So once I signed up with those platforms and again, with people finding out about us and then all the, the um, publicity and things that we were getting when we first opened, it really boosted, you know, our delivery and our takeout sales. And then there's like this on this app in the area that I opened in where it's like next door neighbors. I don't know what it's called, um, but it's an app where all the neighbors get to talk about, you know, what's going on in the neighborhood. And I guess luckily they liked our food. So a lot of people in the neighborhood found out and, you know, it's just been traveling. The word has been traveling pretty quick and pretty well. So. Uh, this is so, such a fascinating story. And, and, and I really, I know I keep saying that, but it is because the positivity that comes from you is just amazing. Oh, that's what, that's, what, that's what's drawing you. me to this. And, and, you know, and I'm sitting here and I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, what's her goals next? You know, what is she going to do? Is she going to go into catering with this venue? Are, are you doing catering right now? You know, those are the things that are going. 
And that, that's a good thing. You know, we, we have started our catering. The goal is to uh, eventually, like I, like I told you, I'm grateful for this one, but I'm always so far ahead of myself. Like I'm already at the second location mentally, you know what right. I mean? Like, so the goal is to open up multiple locations and I already have like this, uh, I'm in Encino, which is like a, a suburb in Los Angeles, but this was like my first choice and I already have two other cities that I want to eventually open up. Um, and so that's like my goal is to just kind of open up in areas that don't have that much barbecue. And the area I opened in, I'm like the only barbecue restaurant in the area. So I think that's probably, that's definitely one of the reasons why it's going so well. So I've scoped out a few more areas that are similar. <laughs> so that's the goal is to just keep opening more and more and more and hopefully eventually out of California and expanding into other states. Oh, start franchising maybe. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never never think too small. You, no. you, know, you never know where you're going to end up. But uh, yeah, so that is really, really cool. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. So if people wanted to find out more about your restaurant, you know, where do they need to go? So my Instagram is barbecue LA, or you can go to my website, which is also barbecuela.com. And there's Everything you need to know as far as with the menu, the location, the hours, the story, everything is on the website or on my social media. So you should follow me. <laughs> that is awesome. Any parting words or any advice for anybody that's trying to start their own business? The biggest advice I can give is to, um, and this is going to sound so cliche, but it's so true, is to just not listen to anybody. and Maybe just not even tell anybody what your plans are until you are for sure that you're going to do it or already in the process of doing it. Because the entire time on this journey, I can't tell you how many times people told me I was crazy for doing this. Why would I do this? Blah, blah, blah. And my main, I remember thinking, I still have people asking me now, you know, what would make you open up during a pandemic and it's because most people are like that. Most people are so closed minded that they don't believe in themselves enough or would rather listen to somebody tell them that they can't do something um, and they just end up never doing it. So if I can say anything is just if it's something that you really, really want to do and you're really passionate about is to just do it and to just never listen to anybody ever, 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 <laughs> ever. <laughs> Well, I hope to touch base with you again here soon because I'd like to see how you progress down the road. Yeah, so. that would be amazing. I would love that. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>